I've written all this down because I can turn seven minutes into 20. Um, before I get started, though, a shout out to Adam Teague. Told him I'd do that. For those of you who don't know me, my name's Chris Cooper. Um, I'm married to Missy. I'm dad to Chase, Connor, and Cole. And I'm Boppy to Kibby, Cameron, and Ellie Claire. Two years ago, just about the time that Cornerstone was forming, I was beginning. After two years, you'd think I wouldn't be at all emotional. But I was beginning a battle with stage four head neck cancer. I had surgery to remove a lymph node, eight courses of chemo, 37 doses of radiation, along with an insertion of a, a feeding tube because I couldn't swallow. Nina asked me to speak about hard things, and she could have asked any one of you to speak because we all go through hard things. In fact, if you live long enough, it's guaranteed that you will face some heartache. And seemingly there's no rhyme or reason as to one, as why one person might face more. Um, a friend of mine, John Klein, is here today. We went through uh, radiation treatment together. And a year after he went through his radiation treatment for head and neck cancer, he had prostate cancer. And so you can look around the room and you can... You can see people that have been through hard things, and, and we do tend to compare, but, man, that's, that's tough. John, I'm glad you're here. So it's a fallen world we live in. That's the only explanation that I've ever been able to come up with as to why things happen. Um, we're all going to experience the effects of the fall at some point. The question is, what will we do with those hard things? How will we react? Will we allow God to use the experiences for good? I mean, that's scriptural. Um, finally, what will the effect be on our relationship with God? Will we pull away? Will we lean in? At some point, most of us question our faith, or at least we have to wrestle with it. I know I did. When I began my cancer journey, I didn't wonder why me or ask questions of God about his goodness. Um, but I did get to that point, and I'll talk about that in a minute. I learned a lot going through cancer treatment. I learned I was really claustrophobic. I learned what real community looks like. I learned that trials bring me closer to God. I learned that God's not offended when I question him or his plans for my life. I learned that I am obsessed with maintaining control and that I can appear to trust God until I have to trust him with my life. Ultimately, I learned that there's no better or more trustworthy person to put our, our trust in than our creator. I've never compared myself to Job, so... I'm a random person up here speaking about hard things. But I will say that as I read through the book, I can relate to some of the thoughts that he had and the feelings he describes. And I'm guessing we all can. Uh, tomorrow, the reading takes us to chapter 29. I hope you guys are staying up with your reading because this is, I mean, Job's been a head scratcher for me. Um, anyway, in 29, verse, or excuse me, in chapter 29, verse 18, it says, 
Surely I will die surrounded by my family after a long, good life. And that was my plan. My plan was to retire well. I was going to travel with Missy and some friends. I was going to enjoy my kids, my grandkids. And then probably late 80s, early 90s, I was going to fall asleep uh, to be with the Lord. Missy will be long gone by then. <laughs> She's, she said 80s her number. So, um, I'd rather, I, I, I'd never really thought about death. At the time I went through my cancer treatment, both my parents were healthy. Since then, I've lost my dad. But I'd never been faced with death. Um, it's tough when our expectations don't meet the plans that are faced, you're faced with. Uh, Thomas Rhett, who's a famous country music theologian, sums it up well. <laughs> he sings a song that's on right now. It's called Life Changes. You never know what's going to happen. You make your plans, and you hear God laughing. Now, I don't, I don't know if that's scriptural, but, <laughs> but it makes perfect sense to an Enneagram 3 achiever. So, Because I was rendered helpless to save myself, one of the scriptures that someone sent us and we adopt it as our family scripture, is in Exodus 14, 14. The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. The most difficult period of my treatment came two weeks after my last treatment. One reason, I was no longer doing anything to fight cancer. Everything that was going on in me was going on from what had been accumulating with radiation and chemo. Every day before that, I woke up every day and I went and had some sort of treatment. I had radiation or chemo or both. Many of you guys know me, and you know me to be a doer. I am not still. So when I think of that verse, still is hard. It's the hardest thing for me. Still is not good for me. If there's a project to be done, I'm on it. If there's not a project to be done, I'll create one. I'll go wash a car or something. But in this case, I had no resources. I couldn't rely on myself or my resources to battle cancer. I was completely and wholly dependent upon God and the people he placed in my path to heal me. And what a great place to be. I said I'd get back to my crisis of faith. I went through a period after I completed my treatment where I started to question why this had happened. Why me? I felt like uh, Job when he says in Job 21, we just read this. Why do the wicked prosper, growing old and powerful? They live to see their children grow up and settle down and enjoy their grandchildren. Their homes are safe from every fear, and God does not punish them. They spend their days in prosperity, then go down to the grave in peace. And yet they say to God, go away. We want no part of you or your ways. Comparison is a tough and dangerous thing, especially when you're going through difficulty and you don't think you deserve it. I've loved going through the Good and Beautiful series with our apprentice group. I have to admit, I had bought into many of the false narratives that are described in the book. The one that is most applicable here is um, 
that I somehow earned cancer. Or even on the flip side of that, that I had earned anything else that I've been given. Because neither is true. Love and forgiveness, nor any, or, nor an easy, trouble-free life. And let me say that again. Love and forgiveness, nor any easy life, are merited by right living. Performance, being good, or avoiding sin does not guarantee us a long, pain-free life. And God's love is not proven or disproven by the difficulty we encounter. God's love is not contingent on anything we do. God is love. Anyone with children should understand this concept. I love my kids unconditionally. It's not based on their behavior, nor does it wax and wane. I simply love my kids, and we are God's kids. And just like I hurt when my kids hurt, God hurts when his kids hurt. He made me. He loves me. He knows all my story. God hates cancer. He hates hunger. He hates abuse. He hates flooding. He hates the loss of a spouse or a child or a job. He hates it when we suffer. He doesn't mete out suffering or blessings based on performance. In short, I didn't earn cancer. But it's an easy trap to fall into because it's beyond explanation. One last thing, not something new. Um, This is not something I learned as I went through cancer. It was just something that was affirmed. Community is so important when you're facing hard things. And there are real friends that stick closer than a brother as described in Proverbs. Many of you are in the room. I I shake my head when I'm reading Job right now. Um, His friends started out so well. And then they fell off really quick. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Okay, pull it together. I'll never forget how this community anointed me with oil. laid hands on me. Came to my chemo treatments. Came to my house to sit with us, brought food, brought coffee. Planted our flowers. Dustin Curzon took our family photo, not knowing if we'd ever have another. Okay, enough of that. I'm not going to read some of this. I'll end with this. Job 33. God rescued me from the grave, and now my life is filled with light. Yes, God does these things again and again for people. He rescues them from the grave so they may enjoy the light of life. That is me. I so enjoy my life. And maybe that's the answer to my why. Maybe I went through all of this so that I could get back to the point where I enjoy life. So that I can be a light 
Maybe that's the answer. Thank you, guys, and I apologize.